Hi, welcome to Being with Bailey, a podcast about being unapologetically yourself from the perspective of a Black woman at a PWI. This platform is for me to encourage and support women of color on campus by expressing relatability and prompting a sense of camaraderie. I'm your host, Bailey Skeeter, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hi guys, welcome back. Thank you so much for your overwhelmingly support and things like that. But let's get into today's episode. Today we will be discussing burnout, a topic I know all too well. I really thought that it was a great time to talk about it as we're amidst uh, Thanksgiving break and as well as Christmas break. They're, They're so close, but they're so far. I've seen so many students go through so many different things. We're really being taken (laughs) and pushed to our limit in terms of work, school, and all everything else that comes in between these things. I did want to start off by defining what burnout is and what that looks like. Burnout is described as physical, emotional, or mental exhaustion accompanied by decreased motivation, lower performance, and negative attitudes towards oneself. I really thought that this was a perfect topic to talk about because I am burnt out. I'm not even going to lie to you guys. I've been working myself way too hard. To give you all an overview of kind of what I do in a day and especially what I like to do to avoid burnout, I thought it best to describe what I do. For me, personally, I'm a full-time college student. I own a business. I work a job or two, depending on when you ask me. And am in charge of several clubs here on campus. I think that in saying these things out loud, it's kind of ridiculous to understand that there are only 24 hours in a day. But by God's grace, I get it done. (laughs) And so in understanding that, I, I really did want to take time out for you all and for us to kind of discuss why this is such an important topic, especially for women of color, and understanding the importance of recognizing when we are truly burnt out. We all deal with some level of stress, negative emotions, and whether it be with relationships or even getting grades back and things like that. But burnout happens when we exceed our capacity for emotional stress. We feel overstimulated, we feel drained, or emotionally exhausted. And I know... (laughs) that I'm feeling those last three things. I'm not even going to lie to you. I think that in understanding burnout, um, it really does come from an exceeding um, that level of stress that I had mentioned before. Burnout can have you feeling little to no motivation, um, dealing with types of insomnia, feeling emotionally overwhelmed, amplified anxiety, exhaustion, and being easily triggered. Um, of those that I listed, I didn't understand kind of what easily triggered looked like and even um, being overwhelmed emotionally. I think that in understanding um, how different conversations carry out with your friends and even work in the classroom, you literally can see kind of the light go out in your eyes and in the things that were and what had kept you motivated once don't do those same things anymore. And so I wanted to bring this topic up to understand or to emphasize that it's time to switch it up. It's time to kind of fall back into specific routines and specific things that will allow you to take better care of yourself. According to an article by The Cut, um, it states that women are more likely to experience burnout from work than men because they have less authority in the workplace. I did want to take the time to kind of apply these different stats and things to being more relatable to college students. 
I think that it's important to understand that you don't have to move like a little baby. You don't have to prove something every single day. I think that it's important to understand that there are expectations that are set, for example, showing up to class, for example, being on time to different things and and making meetings and getting help and being an advocate for yourself. But it is okay to stop, breathe, and take a rest. Take a rest day. Just walk away from kind of the priorities that are stressing you out. I think that we, especially as black women, and speaking from my own personal experience, work too damn hard to prove our worth in different areas, whether it be the classroom, whether it be um, extracurricular activities and working outside of um, the community built within our college campus. What's scary to me is that, for the most part, black women don't even realize that we're burnt out. We don't allow ourselves the grace or the chance to take a break. As a student, you're expected, like I mentioned before, to go to class, labs, extracurricular meetings, study, complete assignments on time, find time to eat three meals a day, potentially try and squeeze in a workout, stay organized on things like laundry, cleaning your room, and trying to maintain a thing or a good amount of sleep. It's ridiculous. Oh, and don't forget to be social on top of it. <laughs> I'm exhausted even listing all those things. But I think that it's a good thing to understand that you're not alone in this struggle. I look at kind of the temperature or what's going on on campus. A lot of people are feeling overwhelmed. And like I said myself, I am as well. I think that it's important to understand that you can work yourself into the ground. It's important to recognize when to make that shift to kind of stop and pivot your thinking and, and change your mindset and understanding, okay, I'm burnt out now, but I don't want that to affect me in a week from now or, or a month from now. I do want to shift kind of my overall thinking and behaviors to allow for me not to be or feel burnt out. And understanding these things, I think that symptoms of being burnt out is tied specifically to mental health, and I think that that's an important factor to bring up. I think that it's important to recognize your feelings and experiences. Are you working yourself too hard to the point where you can't excel in other areas, in friendships, relationships, and other extracurricular activities? I think that it's important to take consistent breaks. I myself, in completing homework and assignments and group projects and various of other things, like to use the Pomodoro method, which allows for 25 minutes of really working or focusing on one topic and then taking about a five to three or three to five minute break and allowing yourself to take those pauses. Something that I've also learned in taking breaks is that you don't have to multitask. Everything does not have to get done all at one time. I used to uh, consider myself kind of the queen of multitasking, being able to do and juggle a various number of things in a day, but I didn't understand how that was impacting my overall health. And I look at how I just got over that college cold. <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about. And I didn't understand that it lasted for a month because I didn't allow myself proper rest. I didn't allow myself to take those breaks, to stop and, and really allow for my body to heal. 
And so I think in taking breaks, it can look like a number of things. And just to list off some of my favorites, I like taking a shower, a really long one, <laughs> um, reading a book, going for a walk, and even napping. I think that those really um, are simple, but great ways to kind of hit a reset and allow yourself to um, understand what your body needs or or may be missing. I've already started, but I did want to take the time to kind of discuss mindful ways to avoid burnout. There are a number of different things, and I'm not even going to say, the, dare I say the word, self-care. I think we all know <laughs> how and, and the best way to go about it, but I don't think it hurts to be reminded that it's important to take these things up and to continue practicing self-care and mindfulness. I enjoyed um, typically practices of meditation and yoga. I think a lot of people are pushed off of or find meditation to be boring, but I think it does a great job of putting yourself in the presence of your body. And like I said, have, like I mentioned before, taking that pause and recognizing, okay, am I, am I slouching my shoulders? Am I, am I tightening my jaw because I'm really stressed out? And you'd be surprised how many things you do unconsciously that are signs of stress, that are literally pent up energy in your body because you're stressed out by various things. And I've found that through meditation, I've been able to kind of seek and understand what that looks like for me personally. Another one that I wish I was better at um, was journaling. I've definitely been on that side of TikTok and understanding prompts and, and also Pinterest as well um, that will kind of allow you to unload your brain and, and really just take the time to write it out. I didn't realize how much kind of relief is felt through dumping out your emotions and dumping out kind of things that you are that bombard you in your everyday life. And I think that that is a practice that I wish more people took up on. And I also need to take my own advice. <laughs> Another one, which is honestly my, my favorite way to um, kind of get myself out of the mood or, or turned away from burnout is connecting with others. I think that it's an excellent way to get into a brand new environment and connect with friends. My favorite way is um, doing it over a meal, whether we meet at Boulder or cook in each other's rooms and even planning out study dates. We all might not be in the same class, but we all can sit and take time to, to study and, and um, excel in our classes. To dive a bit deeper into mindful ways that you can go about avoiding burnout, I think that it's important to in being unmotivated and kind of sitting in that sulk and in that funk, it's important to find meaning in your work again. And I think that that's one of the last stages of kind of avoiding burnout as you understand and that you do have priorities, you do have responsibilities of getting your work done and, and getting that degree. <laughs> so in understanding that, it's important to understand while through all the busy work and group projects and everything else that these teachers are throwing at us this semester, this is for a purpose. And so while it may not seem clear now or in the midst of being burnt out, I think it's important to realign yourself with why you're pursuing this major or why you're in these activities or or what you're doing overall. And I know for me, being involved on campus in a, a number of 
different clubs and activities, I, I often ask myself, why am I taking the time to do these things? Oh, wait, I want to build a sense of community like I do in Mosaic. I want to be an advocate for mental health like I do in Active Minds. And so in understanding that your, your work means something, I think that can go a long way in understanding the reason you're, you're doing it for. Something that I was able to do over the summer was um, rediscover a few of my own favorite hobbies. And so to give you guys a little breakdown of what that might look like for you, I rediscovered my love for reading. I literally should have been an English minor or English major, <laughs> but I'm not. I'm a psych major. In rediscovering your hobbies, I had set a goal for myself over the summer to read for fun. And so it started as a kind of, I guess, challenge to myself to see if I could could finish a book. By the end of summer, I ended up finishing eight. It it's hilarious to look back and understand like all it took was for me to start reading that one book to fall in love with something that I thoroughly enjoy. But now I found it and use it as a tactic of self-care to kind of calm or relax myself. I find myself reading before I go to bed. I find myself taking time out of my day to read, allowing my body and mind to reset after being in class all day or after being engaged in activities that aren't my favorite, like learning stats. <laughs> Something that I've tried to strive or in doing with this podcast is creating a community. I've talked about um, being friends and building relationships, and I've also talked about um, the mindful way of connecting with others. But in creating a community, I think it's very important and very specific. I think it's important to be specific with your goals and intentions in life. And so in creating a community, you're surrounding yourself with those that they are like are like-minded and and understand the goals that you're trying to achieve, being your cheerleaders and kind of your biggest competitors as well, pushing you to strive for bigger and better things. And so, like I said, mentioned in my previous episode, it starts with something as simple as having a conversation. But I think in creating a community, um, you'll find those that will check on you and understand, oh, you're feeling burnt out. Like, what can I do to help? Like, how can I be there for you? And I think that it, is so important. It's so important. And it, it leads me to my next thing in talking about seeking for help and being able to be an advocate for yourself to recognize that, okay, I'm not doing well. I don't have any motivation to, to get this work done. Who can I call? Who can I talk to to kind of realign me, to push me back to getting what needs to get done, done? I think that that is one small way in seeking help. And there's a number of different avenues that you can go to seeking help. And I know that our campus is not doing their best in providing for um, students of color specifically and understanding kind of that mental side of it where in being burnt out, there are things that you kind of need. And it, not just a community, not just self-care, Speaking with licensed professionals is <laughs> my first thing. I, I think that's the first advice I always give to everyone. Go into therapy. Take, a, take time to sit down with someone that knows what they're talking about. And I think sometimes that in being burnt out, it's a very, you know, everyone says, that, oh, I'm burnt out. Or, oh, I just ha I had to study for a test. I stayed up for three days to study for. Oh, I, I can't function anymore. But in recognizing kind of where you are, 
you'll understand what level of care, what level of mindfulness is needed to address kind of what you're going through. And so I'm not saying that therapy should be your your last, your plan Z, <laughs> but I think that in understanding how much of a role mental health plays in your ability to get things done and your ability to interact with others and and continue to push yourself um, during these hard times, I think that therapy would be a great resource and is a great resource to um, explore. Something that I found interesting, um, a study done by APA, which is the American Psychological Association, found that in 2020, 87% of Gen Z adults, so that's ranging from the years or ages of 18 to 24, 87% y'all found themselves or saw that education was a main source of stress. And so I know that that seems very trivial or very small, but in understanding how stress can lead to burnout, I think that it's important to understand how many of us are feeling this way. And to get even a bit more specific, black students re uh, reported the highest or the second highest level in comparison with their non-white and white counterparts. Which ultimately leads me to the point that I was making before about how important seeking help is. Because because of the stat of black students being reported the second um, highest in levels of stress, it also means that they were the slowest or one of the slowest to seek mental health counseling. And so I'm going to let that sit for a little bit. I think that that goes a lot to show for an understanding when it's time to take a break and to allow ourselves to, to have that grace period of understanding, okay, I can't do what I'm doing. I, I need to sleep. I need to take time to pause. I need to breathe. I need to reconnect and realign my body with what it actually needs. And understanding that, I know it got a little bit um, <laughs> deep today. I think that this is a topic that a lot of you all can relate to, and myself included. I think that it goes to show that in dealing with going to college post-pandemic and actually still going ongoing pandemic, that these times of stress aren't going anywhere. And I think that it's better if we, or I think it's best if we equipped ourselves with the right tools and resources. That's all I have for you guys today. I hope that you were able to walk away with some knowledge, some new ideas, and exploring the best ways to avoid burnout. I hope to have you all here back again next time. Thanks for listening to Being with Bailey.